flight. I woke up to the sound of a rooster shrieking like a tortured child. It was 4.37 a.m. and I was in Tampa. The year before, when I lived in San Diego, was all a dream. Ugh. The rooster wasn't the only bird in the backyard. There was also a crow. A crow that was only loyal to the bird lady. I thought we could get along one time when I was out on the back porch talking to a friend on the phone. We were talking about the dream I had, the one where I escaped Florida the first time. He told me it was real, that it happened. I was suspicious, and so was the crow. It hopped up to me, friendly enough, but when I greeted him, the crow attacked my bare feet, drawing blood. Rough start, but maybe we could still coexist. They could not coexist. I was banned from the backyard for four months by the crow. It trained me to stay inside by trying to gouge my face off every time I went out there. Fair enough. I didn't believe in signs, but it was hard to ignore an entire state revolting against you through birds. The rooster never let up, the crow was an asshole, but the exotic birds kept in cages by the bird lady were delicate too. She had an understanding with all birds, wild or not. I once saw her catch a mockingbird in midair, and it didn't fly away once it had the chance. There was one inside bird that didn't like me either, but I would feed it anyway when she was out of town. One time, she left her son in charge of the task. There are many things more interesting to a 14-year-old boy than feeding your mother's bird its necessary medication. When I was house-sitting, the bird died one night, and no one told me until the next morning. I felt terrible about it. Its body would lie in a shoebox in the freezer for the next eight months. Florida is a stormy place. They call it the Sunshine State, but the other motto is Arrive Alive. It's a taunt, really, because Florida isn't a place you go to live. I'd been running from Florida all my life since I grew up in the Panhandle. I had escaped to Southern California. It wasn't a dream. My nightmares when I got to Tampa mostly featured violence from the usual suspects that would cause me to wake up with heart rates resembling drum and bass beats. Sometimes, though, I'd dream of the sun. I'd be back on my tiny porch in Chula Vista, laying out like a lizard, falling asleep in direct sunlight. Everything was warm. The heat would warm me from the outside in, and I'd never have to go back to the swamp. I was alive. Then the rooster would scream, and I'd want to die again. The happy dreams were always worse than the violent ones. A tropical storm came through one time, before the death of the caged bird and before the death of my brother. I didn't notice the crow was gone until the bird lady tried to summon it. It never came back, and I never missed it. I could go in the backyard again, as long as I didn't go near the rooster. I envied that crow. Maybe it was mean, but it was free. You ever had a day start where you spilled coffee on yourself and just knew it wasn't going to get any better? That was every day of my life from the minute I flew back to Florida until I left again just over a year later. To say things fell apart is an understatement. One bird had died, but my brother, who was also my boss, would die too. The house he had invited me to had felt like a home for a brief moment, but after he took off, it only felt like a bigger cage. We didn't keep his body in the freezer, but there was no escaping his presence everywhere. My job involved a lot of driving, so my car became a retreat. My car had always been my escape, and I would daydream daily about getting in it and driving away, forever. Like that fucking crow. After the one bird died, a few weeks later, my sister-in-law got another bird. She wasn't as delicate and took a while to warm up to anyone, 
even the bird lady. She would peck my hands when I fed her. She was mean, but not free. She liked my brother, though. I'll always love planes, but it was my car that saved me from the second round of Florida. There comes a time when the urge to fly is too strong, you have to follow it. You must follow it, because your life depends on it. I couldn't bear the constant rain. It rained every single day for weeks after my brother died. It rained so hard the lanai collapsed. Then, a hurricane came. First one of that size in ten years. As the second hurricane was heading our way, I knew it was time. I didn't have a plan, but if I didn't leave right then, there was no way I would arrive alive in Florida, or anywhere else for that matter. So I left and kept driving, not knowing where I would land. I drove up to the Midwest. I drove through the mountains. I flew to Europe. I wound up back in Southern California by accident. Living cage-free for a year and a half was the best decision of my life. But I wonder where that crow went, if he might surprise me one day. You know, they say crows can remember people. I don't know that he would recognize me now, but I think, sometimes, maybe the crow took off because he just got sick of the rain. Maybe he's happier now, and I wouldn't recognize him either. And if we meet again, we'll meet as strangers. Mean, maybe, but free. <laughs>